We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870 and uh, on our Oakland Hard Jewelers Talk and Text Line. We have on with us one of the top people in the business uh, who covers uh, college basketball and also the NBA and Scott Spinelli. Coach, thanks so much for joining us tonight. Always a pleasure. Love being on your show. Uh, great time of year, guys, as you know. Absolutely. Scott, before we uh, get into uh, the NCAA tournament, uh got to ask you about Trey Murphy. Well, we saw him go off last night with the Pelicans, and you and I have talked about Trey that, man, he's got that ability to shoot so well. Now you got to see some consistency in his game. Boy, was he hot last night. He just absolutely burned up the nets. He really was. And, you know, I think – when you have a player that talented, and I think, again, he's still somewhat young, right? I just think it's a matter of time before I, I think the maturity side of him in terms of, hey, I am this good. You know, I can do this night in and night out. Um, and sometimes when you come in as a younger player, as you know, college, NBA, you kind of try to find your niche or your role. And, uh, you know, boy, he is extremely talented. Saw him up close when I was coaching in the ACC when he was at Virginia. Uh, terrific talent, and he was fantastic last night. Uh, coach, uh, last hour we had on Will Wade, uh, the new basketball coach now at McNeese State. And one of the things, man, he had to grit all the enamel off his teeth to say it. But when I asked him, who's the best team you think in college basketball today, he gave me a long pause and said, I hate to say it, Alabama. And, and you said that last week. Basically, you thought Alabama would be a major player come tournament time. They've got the talent, as you guys know. But i got to tell you, this year's NCAA tournament, I have never, in all my you know memories, I've never seen a tournament where there's so much controversy or at least somewhat of a storyline between you know the one seats. I mean, you've got Alabama with some distraction that's gone on and still going on. Be interested to see when they hit adversity in the tournament, which they will hit at some point. Are they going to come together? Or are they going to break apart? Houston, I think, is the most complete team on both ends of the floor. Um, this is a Houston team offensively that is much, much better than they've been in terms of percentages. We know how great they are defensively, how well coached they are. But again, is Sasser healthy? I mean, that's a huge part of who they are. And then Kansas, you just hope that Coach Self is healthy and he's okay, one of the best coaches uh, in the game, period. So, um, look, Purdue, I just think Purdue's just got a tough, tough bracket on that side. Good luck to them when they start facing some of these teams um, as they continue to advance because there's some teams there um, right there in their bracket, lower seats that could beat them um, in those second, third rounds. Scott, one of the teams that uh, Will also brought up is Arizona. And he said, you know, watch for the Wildcats. You know, I think Arizona offensively is very, very complete. Now, the defense is very good. I, I'm worried about them, guys. Look, you better circle this Princeton game now because what ends up happening in the tournament, you guys know this well, yep. you end up starting to play against some teams that play a little different style of play. And they have yet to see a team with the type of spacing and how Princeton plays. Um, I think they're not, Princeton's not going to be able to like let this game turn into a possession game where it's increased possessions. They're going to limit possessions. So the formula for them is going to be scoring late clock. And if they do that, if they do that, 
and they frustrate and deflate Arizona. And Arizona comes down and gets a wide open shot but misses it. And then they got to go play defense for 30 some seconds against Princeton. That could be disastrous for Arizona. That's a tough matchup for them. But I'm a little bit, you know, again, their defense is the only question mark to me uh, in the tournament for them. Coach, I'm looking at some of these mid-major schools, and I think that the, a lot of the matchups are really compelling, specifically on the 413 and 512 lines. It seems like every year there's at least one, maybe even two 12-5 upsets. I wanted to get your thoughts on some of the mid-major teams that reach that 12 line and 13 line, and which teams you think can pull off those first-round upsets, and maybe even make a run to like the Sweet 16 second weekend. Well, I hate to say this, guys. I was really looking at Drake as being a team. You know, with five, they got four starters uh, who have scored over a thousand points. They've got two guys, 25 years old, 124, 123, and then obviously Tucker DeVries, their best player, 20. So they're experienced, they're older. Um, I've yet to see a college team with 4,000 point scorers. They have that. Here's the problem. Miami is really good, guys. That is a tough draw for Drake in that first round. Miami's guard play. If, you know, um, you know, Omir is healthy. Again, that's another question mark. Um, that's a tough matchup. But, look, that Virginia-Furman game, Furman is going to play, try to play fast. They're 82 points a game. Virginia, not so fast. They're going to slow that game down. So, uh, again, Pagese is a really good guy for Furman, really good. Um, he'll go against some great defender Beekman, but that's going to be a contrasting style game. Um, you know, very interesting in terms of what happens there. I think Duke right now is playing their best basketball, period. Again, Oral Roberts, I thought, could beat somebody, but it's a, such a tough matchup. With the, and look, in Duke, Miami, those teams are coming into the tournament, just like the Texas A&Ms and so many of the Dela teams. There's already a chip on these guys' shoulder thinking we got a bad seed or we didn't get the right seed that we deserve better. So I, I think there's a lot of different storylines that makes this tournament really, really wide open. And then you already kind of mentioned the East uh, coach. I, I think that's also the part of the bracket that's going to yeah, ruin. Yeah, I think so. I agree. The, when you see a lot of people that are ripping up their brackets after the first weekend, I feel like a lot of it's going to come from that East region. With Purdue, I mean, I think they got a bad matchup with either Memphis or Florida Atlantic in that second round. Those are two very good teams. Duke and Oral Roberts is one of my favorite first-round matchups. I agree with you, Coach. Tennessee and Louisiana, Kentucky, Providence, Kansas State, Montana State, Michigan State, USC, and Marquette, Vermont. It just seems like... If you're picking one team out of the East, it's like picking a straw out of a hat. You have no idea who's going to come out. So I wanted to get your thoughts on that specific part of the bracket because I feel like a lot of people are going to get their brackets ruined from the East region. Guys, i got to be honest with you. I think Duke right now is the hottest team in college basketball. I mean, Philip Filipikowski is playing exceptionally well. They've gelled here late. Again, you know, great teams are made in season, and they face some adversity Obviously, Duke did early on. Coach Shire, you know, has done an unbelievable job at pulling that team together. I tell you what, guys, I'm looking at Duke, you know, right now as a five seed. To me, they're the team to beat on that east side. To me, uh, right now, if I was to take somebody, because they're hot right now and they're playing with such confidence, they're going to be difficult. Yeah, sleeper team is Creighton. I mean, Creighton's going to be a very difficult matchup. Uh, over there, you know, again, they're they're a team that shoot. They have they have what I think it's uh, six guys. Or excuse me, have six guys have made twenty or more threes. Guys, the great and they're healthy. And that three point shot is going to be a you know that's a huge again you know uh, factor 
uh, in, in this tournament. So I, I look for them on, on that side too. But I really like Duke guys in the East. I do personally. I think they're going to be a very difficult team to beat in that side. Coach, it also feels like there's always that one or two teams that go out in the first round. That you're thinking, how did they lose? How did they get upset in the first round of the bracket? I want to get your thoughts on what team, what which one of those maybe three or two seeds could get upset early, really early on. Well, I definitely think you've got to circle that Princeton game, guys. With Arizona. I mean, that's going to be a lot better game than I think people think. You know, starting out, uh, you know, you definitely keep an eye on that. Um, you know, uh, you know, in, in the in the early round, and I think if you look around, you know, there's some other games. I mean, listen, Vermont doesn't have the firepower, but you know they've been there, they're battle tested. You know, they're, they're not going to be intimidated. Um, I think Colgate's a team if they're playing that matchup zone. Um, you know, they they've won a lot of games. Texas is coming off an incredible emotional high. Be interesting to see how they come down from this. Sometimes winning those tournaments and getting that high. Are they going to be able to stay, uh, you know, level there? I, I keep an eye on that game too. Um, you know, I think those are really the, the games that I think right now you got to really look out for. That Princeton game, you got to watch out for that game, guys. That's that's the one you got to circle. Scott, it's funny. Uh, I was talking to a guy who does a little bit of gaming, so to speak, and he told me uh, exactly what you said about Colgate. He said, man, if you want to take a flyer, Colgate might be that team. And he also talked about Texas A&M. I agree. I think Texas A&M right now is, again, another team in this tournament that's playing with a chip on their shoulder. I mean, to finish second in the SEC, guys, and to get a seven seed, I get it. They lost to Wofford. They lost to Murray State early in the year. But they're playing good basketball. Coach, you know, Williams, I've coached against them for many years. Tremendous coach. They're going to get after you defensively. They're much more complete offensively right now. I really think A&M is a team you've got to keep an eye on. But, again, if you look at those, the Aggies and the Longhorns, that's, that's a, that was a huge rivalry when I was coaching at A&M. And if they beat that second round, <laughs> that's old school, big eight, big 12 rivalry, two teams that kind of – and A&M is that rough, tough team. And Texas, those are the type of teams that have given Texas problems of those physical teams. But I agree with you. Colgate has been there. That's yep. going to be a tough matchup for Texas. Coach, you said Duke is the hottest team entering the tournament, but there's also some teams that got off to a really good start this season, earned their spot in the NCAA tournament, but may have slowed down as the season progressed. Where are some of those teams entering the tournament that aren't as hot and maybe kind of stagnant that could be first-round upset uh, picks? Oh, I tell you what. Um, I, look, I really like Miami. And again, I, I'm going against – I hate to say this because I was talking so highly about Drake – uh, my sons play Division One basketball. One's a freshman at Evansville. The other one's at Wofford. So I've seen the Missouri Valley inside and out with Drake. But Miami guys, <laughs> they're really good, in the, especially in the backcourt if they're healthy. But when you look around, I think Iowa's another team. They've struggled as of late. They, they could be really dangerous. I mean, listen, Providence, they've lost some games here. Um, they're a team that could get it together here. Michigan State, as you can always, you guys know, you can never count out a Coach Izzo team. They've lost some games uh, as of late. So there are some teams here. Creighton, I, I'd keep your eye on Creighton. I, I really think that's a team that, that can do something here uh, in this tournament too. But I, I just think there's a lot of different teams here have favorable matchups that might not bet on the upswing that can advance, and that's a few of them right there. 
Scott, uh, one team, Memphis, uh, and watching them play against Houston, which to me, they were the best team in college basketball all season long. But the one team that stepped in the ring against them and were not intimidated was Memphis. And I'm interested to see how far they go into this because uh, they seem to be a team that, uh, okay, we've played Houston. Is there any other team out there as good as them? And, and, and they went blow to blow with the Cougars. Hey, that's a great point uh, that you make. I agree with you wholeheartedly on that one. And look, if you look at Purdue, you know, they're playing a freshman point guard. You know, the amount of pressure that young man's going to face in the second round if Memphis gets by Florida Atlantic. Look, you know, anytime you see a Division One team, I don't care if they're coming out of a, you know, lower level. I mean, any team that wins 30 plus games you have to really take seriously. That's hard to do in any Division One conference. But, again, I agree with you. Memphis is a very dangerous team. DeAndre Williams, star power. They've got a lot of weapons there. They're fast. They're quick. I think they could. That's, again, contrasting styles. If Memphis beats Florida Atlantic and they face Purdue, I mean, whew, Purdue's going to have all they can handle to be the Memphis team that's so much more athletic, so much faster, so quicker, so much quicker, and they're going to put a lot of pressure uh, with those guys, but I agree with you. I think Memphis is a dangerous team too. A team, coach, a team that's kind of gotten hot at the end of the season that has had better teams that have failed in the NCAA tournament, but a team that maybe under the radar is Gonzaga. I kind of w- wanted to get your thoughts on them in the West region as a three seed. You know, it's funny you say that because I agree with you. There's really not a lot of pressure on Gonzaga. Again, I think we were talking about this in another interview earlier today. Um, and, you know, one of the things about Carolina, what happened to Carolina, look, you know, these are kids, guys, as you guys know, and when you go through a little adversity and all those expectations those Carolina kids had, I think they lost a little of their mojo and their confidence. And I'm going to compare that to Gonzaga. We're not thinking about Gonzaga with all those, you know, top lottery picks or, you know, top number one picks in the NBA. They're a team that is sneaky good. They're a team that might not have the pressure just because the expectations aren't what they have been over the last couple of years with that one seed and two seed. I agree with you. They're a Tim, Drew, Timmy. They're going to be a dangerous team. And I kind of like their matchups down there a little bit, um, at least starting out. But um, I agree with you. I think they could be a very dangerous team in the tournament. Coach, thanks so much for joining us tonight and breaking everything down. We'll have you on each week. And, uh, man, uh, this is the start of it. There's a lot of buzz today, certainly because sort of the start of NFL free agency hit where you're not supposed to be contacting people till noontime today. <laughs> okay, if you want to believe that. I, I got ski property behind my house. Not, not, not I'm talking about water ski. I'm talking about snow skiing. Uh, so we, that, that was big today. But thanks so much for breaking everything down, Uh college basketball wise and it's a pleasure for us to have you on each and every week oh listen it's my pleasure i love being on your show i love being around you guys uh, thanks you for having me okay guys thanks, thanks so coach. much uh that was college basketball and nba analyst scott spinelli former college basketball coach we'll be back with more sports talk here on the big 870 right after this break